0: Welcome to the Have the Audacity podcast, where we are all about living our own version of our best life. My name is JC. I'm a multi passionate human obsessed with personal growth. And I want you to come on this journey with me where we share our stories and learn tools, tips, and tricks to live the life we were always meant to live. So let's lean into the uncomfortable, celebrate our highs, and embrace our lows because all of it's important. It may get a little messy, but it's time to have the audacity. Hey, Audacious Human, I'm so glad you're here. So, today's episode, because I like to record these in real time and share what I'm going through and things I'm processing and the things that I'm learning. And today's episode comes from this idea that was presented in this audiobook that I was listening to as I was traveling for Christmas. Yes, I'm one of those people who listens to audiobooks in the car. And anyway, while I was traveling, going to Christmas, I was listening to this book called Everything is Effed," a book about hope by Mark Manson. Mark Manson is also an author of the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. Um, he's very blunt and very, um, gets to the point in a way though, that really hits me and presents ideas that I haven't thought of before. And so as we're in this season of, Ending the year, and this is a time we all reflect on the progress, the goals, the changes, everything that's happened over the coming year. We start to set goals or intentions or dreams and things we wish to happen in this upcoming year. It can be a time that's difficult for a lot of people, and especially if you didn't hit those goals or achieve those things that you wanted to this year. I know um for me and i'm sure for you you've had moments where you didn't achieve something and you really beat yourself up and you're really hard and you're wondering why did i not do the thing that i know i should do for example if you've had this goal um for getting fit working out more um cutting things out in your diet that you know you need to to feel better you're like i know i should do this thing why am i not doing it and I've had that a lot like come up in different areas of my life for different goals and Mark Manson illustrated this idea in a way that I thought was so impactful for me that I had to bring to you. Like I've been talking about this nonstop since I listened to this because it is so it just put it in a way that really makes sense. So you gotta stay with me. I'm gonna try and keep it short but I really want you to get this because I think it's going to be so impactful for you going into 2023 and setting intentions and your goals and all the things that you want to accomplish because I know you have some goals because you listen to this podcast. So Mark Manson presents this idea and it's, and again, the book is called Everything is F, a book about hope. I let I will leave the title in the show notes for you. If you want to um, listen to that book. I'm only three chapters in. And I'm already here talking about it. It's been so good. Um, but anyway. So to get into it. He presents this idea. Of to think of your mind as a car. your Like your consciousness. And he refers to it as your conscien- consciousness car. And there are two travelers inside the car. One's in the driver's seat. One's in the passenger seat, okay? And you're going along a road, and there's exits, and detours, and paths, and all all these things you can go, and those are all the different choices you can make in your life. So you think of your consciousness as a car. Now, there are two brains that are traveling that I mentioned that are the travelers. There's your thinking brain, which represents your conscious thoughts, your ability to reason, Make calculations, use language to express your thoughts. Your thinking brain is calm, rational, slow to make decisions, and is how and has the control to create meaning for feelings that we experience. Now, the other brain that's traveling in the car is called the feeling brain. So we have the thinking brain, this is the feeling brain. Your feeling brain represents your emotions, your impulses, your intuitions, and your instincts. Now your emotional brain is quick to make decisions, can often be dramatic, and also can often be irrational. Now, you need both of these. He goes on to talk about, um, to tell this story about a person who had a tumor in their frontal lobe and they went out and they were, and this was this very successful business person ended up having a tumor in their frontal lobe they had the tumor removed and then this person was career and life fell apart and began to unravel because he was making going instead of going to an investors meeting he was going to pick out a new stapler making all of these decisions that didn't make sense not going to his kid's stuff so he could watch a movie marathon. Very out of character of how this person was pre-surgery. And through all of the journey of them figuring out what is going on and how this person changed, they found out that this person lost their ability to feel emotions. That that part of their frontal lobe was damaged by the tumor and the surgery removal process. It was damaged and this person no longer has ability to feel emotions. So seeing their child accomplish something gives them the same feeling as seeing a dog outside. Like, there's nothing. Nothing feels more because your emotions give meaning to things. And so when you don't have that, his life fell apart. And he goes on to talk about, like, how important your emotions are. That you have to have both. And in society... We often look down on our emotions and we want to shove them down. And you're viewed as dramatic if you let your emotions in the, dri- in the driver's seat and make decisions based on emotions. You know, it goes even farther as people who are struggling with their weight and overweight or even depressed people. We often judge them and assume that there's something wrong with them. It's a lack of self-discipline. If they just wanted it, they could do it. So there's a flaw in their character of who they are because they're going through these things. And that simply is, you need emotions. And because obviously if we didn't need emotions and we didn't need to feel anything to be successful and we just needed logic alone then the person who had that surgery and lost their ability to feel emotions, life still would have been successful or arguably more successful by that logic. And it wasn't. So in your conscious car, your conscious mind car, you have your thinking brain and your feeling brain, both of which are important. Now, I want you to think, I would pause with a podcast that would be weird. I want you to think about who do you think is driving Your thinking brain or your feeling brain. So, with that, I want you to think about this that we're only moved to action by our emotion. Because here's the thing your conscious car, your feeling brain is driving, and your thinking brain is in the passenger seat as navigator. And this is true because feelings drive actions. Think about it when you feel an emotion, if you feel fear, you feel fear in your entire body. If you feel happy or joy, your muscles tighten and you smile. Emotions are in your whole body. Your thinking's only in your brain. It's only in your skull. And so emotions are in the driver's seat. And there's a lot of times for a lot of us, we just think our rational thinking brain is in the driver's seat. And I don't care how scientific and successful you are. You're just like everybody else. You're human being. Your emotional brain is in the driver's seat. Now, your thinking brain may have beaten down your emotional brain, and your thinking brain may f- have the impression that it's in charge. And we're going to get into that. And you also could have where your emotional brain has beaten down your thinking brain, and so your emotional brain's running the show. Now, there needs to be a balance because I'm sure as you're listening to this and we're we're having this conversation, both can be detrimental if one's more in control than the other. These two need to work together. So when we come back to this question of why do you not do the things that you know you should be doing? Like, I know I should get up and work out every day, get up and move my body in some way every day. And I've talked about in previous episodes here that, like, I have struggled with depression in my life. And there's times when you get into that, that you don't want to. Like, you have the knowledge, like, I know I need to do this. And I know I'll feel better, but I don't want to. And it's, and when you're not doing things that you know you should be doing, it's not a problem of self-control. It's not a problem of being self-disciplined. Because, honestly, self-discipline is an illusion. And, and we're going to talk about how, why that's true, but it's not a problem of a lack of self-control or needing to have more reason. It's an emotional problem. If you're procrastinating, if you're having impulsiveness, laziness, it's all an emotional problem. Your, your rational brain's driving and not thinking about, or is trying to be in control and not thinking about the emotional aspect of it. Because emotional problems need emotional solutions. And that drives your rational thinking brain crazy. If you're not in practice of these two communicating with each other. Okay? So, like I said, your your feeling brain's the emotional one. And so, this idea of your emotional brain being in charge. And if let's talk about, like, if it's the one running the show. If your emotional brain... You wake up and your emotional brain is like, today is going to be the worst day ever. Well, if your thinking brain doesn't know how to talk and communicate its rational ideas on how to navigate things to the emotional brain in the driver's seat, then your uh, thinking brain is just going to look for all of the ways that today is awful to support what the emotional brain has decided. And that is where that self-confirming bias that we talk a lot about is. It comes from that. And so to leverage this in a way that helps us support our goals and do the thing that we know we need to be doing, your thinking brain needs to focus on the emotions that you feel doing the thing that you know you need to do or the emotional emotions that you're going to feel once you've accomplished it. And that's the key. That's the key to doing the thing you know you need to do when you don't want to do it. When you know, uh, when I look back on this year I'm like, why did I not accomplish, you know, X, Y, and Z? Well, I know, I know what I need to do to do it. Why why can't I do it? There must be something wrong. I must be lazy. I'm you have all that negative self-talk start coming in. And that's not it. You're just focusing your thinking brain is focusing way too much on the rational side of things, and you're not tapping in to that emotion brain. Because remember, your emotional brain's driving the car. So you have to talk to it in a way that will get you to the outcome that your thinking logical side knows that you need to get to. And so the way that you develop this is, like I said, you want to focus on the feeling. So an easy one just to talk is, um, as an example, is fitness. I know that I need to go lift. Or go on a walk. I don't want to. Brain's like, oh, you need to do this. You want to accomplish your goals. You need to get out and do this. I mean, if you only focus on completing the goal, like that doesn't feel good. That's not motivating. And so I need to focus on, okay, well, when I'm going to feel strong when I'm lifting. When I get outside, I'm going to feel happy being outside moving my body. When I am done with the workout i'm gonna have a sense of accomplishment and i'm gonna feel so good about myself so i know if i just push through and do it that that good feeling is coming that good feeling is coming at the end of it and it's focusing on those feelings it's taking your favorite show and you only watch it when you're on the treadmill it's the only time you watch it you love that show So you're like, yes, you're looking forward to getting to go on that treadmill because you're like, I really want to watch that. You're tying something you like to it. And it reminds your brain to focus on the positive feelings. And, And the secret to this is we go into the new year or whenever you're listening to this podcast. It doesn't have to be a new year. It could be there. I am not one. I love setting intentions for the year and having things I want to accomplish. But I'm setting goals all the time. There's, throughout the whole year, there's things I want to accomplish. I don't wait for the new year to start them. I'm like, I want to do this. Okay, let's go. And so anytime, at any point in the year, you're looking to set a goal, focus on a small step. If your goal is to start working out and you haven't done anything in the last however many years or ever in your life, you're not going to go out and if your goal is to start walking every day, you're not going to go out and walk five miles tomorrow and feel great and want to do it the next day. No, you're like, you know what? Start small. Today, I'm going to get up, I'm going to put my shoes on, and I'm going to stretch. And that feels good, and I'm going to feel good that I stretched and I did something, and that's it. And then, or you're like, I'm going to walk to the stop sign at the corner of my on my block and come back. And that's still successful. That's still taking a step forward. And, that's, and not beating yourself of like, oh, I'm not going to feel good about going on walks until I'm walking five miles a day. No, the fact that you got out and you took that small step, that's an accomplishment. That should be just as good of a feeling as when you accomplish the big goal. Because if you don't celebrate the process and focus on the good feelings and the accomplishments along the way, you're never going to reach that end goal. Or you may reach that end goal once, and then that's it. It's gone. You're like, oh, I walked five miles. I'm finished. And then you quit, and you give up. And then in a year or two years, you're beating yourself up because you had that habit, and you let it go. But you only focused on the rational and not the feeling. Long-term changes in habits come from focusing on the feeling that you get, accomplishing it, or when and how you feel once you have accomplished the thing. Because your feeling brain is in the driver's seat of your consciousness. It's in control. It's driving the car. As much as we want to fool ourselves into thinking that we can be rational and be disciplined, and our thinking brain can control everything, it's not. It's the navigator. You have to learn to talk, communicate in a way to your emotional brain that helps it see the rational and what the thinking brain's perspective is on it because earlier i said self control is an illusion and it is self control is an illusion because it only occurs when your emotional brain and your thinking brain are in alignment and they're communicating with each other if they haven't been communicating with each other and you've only been your emotions have only been running the show then you're like thinking brain's got to step up and have an idea and come from it from that place we talked about of how is it going to feel when we do this and how are you feeling today and, and focusing on that because that's how the emotion knows to talk. Like I said in the beginning, your emotional brain isn't r- rational. So using reason is not going to get the message across. It's not communicating it to it in a way that it understands. And so through practice, through this being intentional about this idea, Self-control comes, but you don't ever master it. It's just an illusion because your emotional brain and your thinking brain are in alignment. And so as we're going into the season of setting goals and things we want to accomplish and reflecting on things we've accomplished in the past, I need to think about that. As you're setting goals, things you want to do, how is this going to feel as I'm doing it? How can I make this feel good? How can I make this enjoyable? What is that feeling that I'm going after? Because if you focus on that, I guarantee it's going to be amazing the things you're going to accomplish. And it's not a secret hack or a secret thing. It's just when you know how to leverage how your brain works to work for you you tap into all the potential that was already there. So, like I said, I'm only in chapter three of this book, and it has been amazing. So, if you are into books, if your goal is to read more books, I highly suggest checking this one out. It has been amazing so far. And I really hope that this idea of your consciousness car and your emotional brain and your thinking brain working together is an idea that really resonates with you and is impactful to you because it it has changed everything for me. It has been a revelation and a download, an idea that I really needed. So if you liked it, please DM me text it to a friend share on social media as we're going into this season setting goals like how spread the word why would we not want to share just like i wanted to come on and share with you about this idea and how we can uh, accomplish our goals in a way and do the things that we know we should be doing so like always i will talk to you soon Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would love to hear from you. So share it on Instagram and tag me so I can personally thank you for getting this message out. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me. So until next time, remember to have the audacity.